0: On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got to chat with Tracy Greenan from Aurelia and Icarus. We had such a great conversation all about NFTs. Actually, halfway through the episode, I realized that she was actually wearing one of her NFTs in our conversation, which just absolutely blew my mind. Incredible as she's moved into Web3 and the metaverse. I learned a ton of stuff that I actually, I was just kind of a little wishy-washy on. Amazing conversation. You guys are not going to want to miss this one if you want to be relevant in the years to come. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, How about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world. But we learned some incredible lessons along the way and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post-iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow. On to today's episode. Someone on my team thought I either had superpowers or woke up at 5am to crunch client numbers. Turns out, I just used Triple Whale. Yeah, that's what one of their customers said, and he may be onto something. No one has to know the secret weapon to your success is Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform built to accurately pinpoint your ad spend across networks, making you look like the smartest person in the room. Their robust app helps you clarify your campaign's performance so you can run smarter, faster, more effective ad spends in real time and reap the rewards. Are you a genius? Only one way to find out. Guys, want to take Triple Whale for a spin? Stop by triplewhale.com upgrowth and use promo code UPGROWTH for 15% off. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today, I am joined by Tracy Greenan from Aurelia and Icarus. Tracy, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, Jordan. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Yes, yes. I'm hoping that I got those pronunciations right. I know we we practiced it before.
1: (laughs) Perfect, perfect.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Tracy, for people who don't know anything about you, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Yes. So I'm a a designer. I've been designing since a long time, since I was uh, about 20, 21 years old. I got a job. I was offered a job designing shoes in Toronto uh, while I was in university and the shoes became so popular that I was designing, people were stealing them out of the shops. So for me, I mean, that's the ultimate compliment. So I knew uh, I knew then, okay, uh, this is something I'm onto something good here, I want to pursue this. And then I just branched out after graduating, I basically went to New York, just with a suitcase full of clothes that I made like my first collection and just started knocking on doors, pounding pavement. And that's how I really started to understand the, the business of fashion, I started branching out into trade shows. And this was all before e-commerce even happened. There was a lot of learning uh, that uh, came about from that those days.
0: I was just thinking like, oh man, the days before e-commerce when like you could have taken that and turned it into a brand and and marketed it and done all of those kinds of things. But before it was like, okay, I've got to find somebody. I've got to find some connection that's going to believe in me and maybe bring them into their brand and and to do that. Yeah. Talk to me about what happened from there.
1: So from there, uh, yeah, so it was incredible. Within a couple of years, I was in eight countries, got some great press, which was great. And yeah, so if you want to know the truth of what happened, it was quite dramatic. So when I was in Toronto, like I said, I got some press and then a lot of people started coming into my my workplace, uh, which is close to the public, but it was basically people just wanted to get involved with the brand. And so, yeah, so I hired a bunch of people through then. And then unfortunately there was this guy that started like um, harassing me and he had a criminal record and it got to the point where I had to have a police car out in front of my where I I lived and I couldn't do my business from then. So I basically decided to move. So I moved to London, to the UK. Yeah. And I just kind of laid low there, really. I, I, was, I worked in design there and just laid low in Europe. And then I told one woman one time in Stockholm about what happened. And she said, why don't you just start small again and just get back into creating? Because I had taken a break and started a family. And I said, OK, so I started doing that. And I started in, in Stockholm. And then I moved to New York just uh, about three years ago, which was great yeah. because it was very nostalgic because I had so many business connections here. It just reminded me a lot of the good old days. And yeah, so that's how Aurelian Icarus came about.
0: Awesome. So uh, for people who don't know anything about the brand, just tell us a little bit about what you guys, your sort of main offering is, who your target demographic is, just so people get an idea before we really get into the topic for today.
1: Yeah. So Aurelian Icarus is a digital DDC brand, fine jewelry brand that is uh, caters to people 19 to 45 And yeah, so we've been basically concentrating on e-commerce. And this past year, we've uh, transitioned to the metaverse, which has been life-changing. This is, it's just been just, it's been a wild, wild ride.
0: So, okay. So talk to me about what exactly does that mean transitioning to the metaverse? I think most people who are listening to this, you know, probably have some idea of what Web3 is and, you know, what's happening with NFTs and all of that kind of stuff. Maybe at like a really surface sort of level. What did that mean for you guys transitioning over? to the metaverse or or create making that part of your plan
1: well we basically branched out into creating digital pieces that that are wearable nfts for our, our customer to give them a more vibrant shopping option and not only that there's many benefits there's a sustainability environmental benefit to nfts where if you're a company you can try out different styles and you don't have as much waste when you're producing samples you can do all sorts of things ask your customers do you like this do you not like this and you don't have to worry about the the high intensity of creating something in a physical form. And also there's no shipping involved when you're selling NFTs, right? It's their digital downloads. So that means you can basically, if you want to be a fully digital digital business, you can have your business anywhere in the world. You're not chained to one location. Also, uh, it gives customers who cannot afford your brand the opportunity to own a bit of it. So, for instance, my digital earrings they sell around maybe eighty five dollar range. Whereas, you if you're going into my store and you're going to buy a physical version of it, it's about you know $180, 250 dollars. So it's a it's a big difference.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, big difference. So what does that look like? Like, what is a digital earring look like like how does that work exactly
1: Well well can't you tell Should I actually
0: are those actually digital Look Oh my gosh <laughs> You guys have to see oh I wish that you could see this The whole time I was looking I was like are those real earrings or Yes. Okay, are. so this is housed on the blockchain, I'm assuming? Yeah,
1: so these are on the Ethereum blockchain. You can okay. get them. So, uh, and then you need, obviously, you need to have a, a wallet. So this is all like a big learning process for me because I just learned about it as I went. So let me just back up a bit to ha- tell you how I got into it. So I was yeah. I was contacted by a avant-garde digital fashion label based in Paris to do a clubhouse talk with her brand and Jevels, which is, Jevels is a um, jewelry and accessory digital platform so we had this okay. i, and I was, at the time i was a traditional jeweler so we had this talk and i remember remember uh, before the talk i was i heard about digital fashion i just didn't know how to get into this space and then i just got distracted with everyday business i thought okay well i'll get back to it at some point but having that talk made me think okay now i really need to get into it so after i did my clubhouse talk i thought okay i need to get into this space i don't know anything about the metaverse what am i going to do so i just did a zoom talk with them and i was just blabbing and i said okay i want to collaborate let's do something and then i said well let's do a set where i'll sell the the physical and you guys do the digital and we'll set we'll put it together as a one package so i can yeah. and we'll both promote it through our own platforms so we called it the metaverse starter kit for style lovers so that allows people that want to start their nft collection it's a great way for them to start it or add it to their own collection they have the physical earrings and the necklace to wear during the day and then if they want to wear their digital twins they can wear them online on zoom calls across virtual worlds so gaming avatars you could take it on vacation with you and digital jewelry does not degrade like physical jewelry does so you can like basically take your phone go into the ocean take a picture of yourself with the digital jewelry on and not have to worry about it you can do a lot of fun things with it oh and the metaverse starter kit that was actually featured in the new york times just last month so it was kind of cool
0: so this is super interesting so we're on a different we're on riverside right now which is the platform that we record our podcast on so this is not some overlay that you're using on riverside how does it work like i I still don't get how i'm seeing this without like a filter or something how how does that work exactly yeah you don't need to get into like the nitty-gritty but i'm just like i'm a little bit mind blown that like oh this is a
1: thing? Like- <laughs> okay, well, you're right. You, when you said filter, you're absolutely right. So when I logged in here, and I got to choose my camera, I didn't select the default camera, I selected the snap camera. So these filters, so when you buy the NFT, it comes with the snap filter. And the snap filter is this, which is the AR, the augmented reality version of the NFT. Gotcha. So
0: you so it goes through Snapchat's filter lens fil- yeah right?
1: so what you do is before you go onto your your zoom call you click on the snapchat lens filter you make sure that's on and then you click the camera and you make sure it's on the snap camera filter setting snap i think the snap gotcha. filters so yeah
0: and that's where you upload your nft and your whatever this is AAR. guys I, i'm struggling to figure this out here this is really good i i like learning these new things
1: Yeah, so then this is the filter that you're wearing. This is the AR, the augmented reality. So when you get your NFT, you get the the image, you get the three D turntable view of the NFT, and it's the actually it's the AR that that adds utility and interoperability of the NFT. It adds the extra value that a lot of NFTs don't have because you can't actually wear the NFT.
0: Totally, that's a super super cool feature. So Tracy, how does somebody purchase this? Are you getting pushback on people having digital wallets? that kind of stuff like walk me through what that looks like
1: right so i i've learned that i can't really sell mine on my site because a lot of traditional buyers don't understand it yet because it's so new. They don't understand the benefits. So I have mine sold on digital platforms where there's already a customer base. And many of these people understand the value. They get it. And I'm going to have to rely on these digital platforms at the moment until it becomes a little bit more understandable because it's such a new and fast moving space.
0: Totally. So you're kind of relying on people who already get Mm -hmm. the metaverse, Mm -hmm. right? Like they they already understand the utility. They understand the value within the metaverse. You're not trying to sell this to just like, you know, your regular customer who's going to, you know, come onto your shop. This is something specifically for sort of the the Web3 early adopters. Is that right? right?
1: And the benefit about that. Selling it on these other platforms is it's opened a huge new customer base that I never thought I was going to have. So, those customers that are going through and buying the digital versions are also going to check out my website as well. So, if you go to my website, I have all my digital stuff listed up on there and I direct them to the other site where they can buy it. But then also it's a collaboration. So yeah. it just works out perfectly because I'm, I'm gaining this new audience, this new um, tech, future forward audience. I, I never thought I could get, it. I never would have gotten it if I stayed in the traditional
0: space. And I've Totally. Had- I mean, it's all new customer acquisition, all right? New- like those are, the these are, and are you seeing any people cross over into the physical space as well?
1: I don't know. I don't know how the digital trail, how that. That would work into going from. Yeah, that'd that'd be
0: difficult to track. Yeah, that
1: would be difficult to track. But what's great about, you know, having a wallet, a digital wallet is you can see the NFTs in people's wallets. So like, for example, I'm on MetaMask and you can go into anybody's wallet and you can see what NFTs are in there. So if you're a company, you can go into somebody's wallet, look at their collection, look at what they're collecting and say, hey, I see you've got you collect to collect NFTs shoes. Well, we're a shoe company. Let's put our NFTs. We're going to give you a free NFT to start your collection with us.
0: This month's sponsor is Triple Whale. Triple Whale's powerful analytics platform clarifies your ad performance across marketing channels, keeping you instantly in the know. Go to triplewhale.com slash upgrowth and use promo code upgrowth for 15% off today. Now, back to today's episode. Mmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Because it's all open, it's right? All because open, the blockchain yeah. is yeah. Blockchain yeah. is
1: open. Yeah. I mean, yeah. other benefits I've had from being on this platform is, I mean, it's just, and this has all happened within one year. So I've done the collaboration with um, Jevels, and then I was invited to do Fashion Week New York for free. So this is amazing. So wow. like, wow, just an honor <laughs> to be on there.
0: Do you know what that normally would cost
1: to yeah. be in Fashion thousands, Week in New York? Thousands of dollars. And then Brooklyn. Oh, I'm sure. And then I did Brooklyn Fashion Week just uh, a few weeks ago. It's incredible. Awesome. And then also doing a lot of collaborations with uh, the digital fashion space. And now I'm getting invites to speak regularly on Web3 because people think, because I'm in the space now, they think I'm some sort of, I know what I'm talking about, but I'm only going by my experience. And, and I don't know. You've just
0: said You've just said yes a lot, right? You've yes. just been like... Yeah, okay, let's try it.
1: Yeah, when they went, like I knew I wasn't ready for Brooklyn Fashion Week, I just said yes anyways, and I was just going to wing it and do it anyways because it's just such a a great opportunity. So yeah, now all of a sudden I've been nominated as an advisor to the board at the Metaverse Fashion Council. And I have people contacting me all around the world, uh, pitching ideas to me because they want to get into the Metaverse space. And I kind of feel like uh, a shark on Shark Tank now (laughs) because... Because it's uh, it's really cool to see like people want to get into business with me. It's kind of funny,
0: Tracy. You're you're unfortunately too nice uh, right now to be a shark. <laughs> Though I'm sure you could turn it. So
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really um, good. Just uh, I'm floored by the response.
0: Oh, absolutely, uh, Tracy. I got, I got another question for you here. So let's think about some of the brands who are who are listening to this right now. You know, we have a lot of brands sort of in that mid seven figure to mm-hmm. eight figure kind of range that are looking to get into Web three. Where do they start? What like where would you recommend would be a good place for them to uh, to really start to learn this and maybe potentially partner with somebody?
1: Right. So I think with me, I really started. Well, there's two ways I started. I I started going to um, events. Well, so in In December, I went to Decentral Miami. I had no clue what I was doing, but I was probably one of the very few brands that was there looking to collaborate. So I remember sitting in my hotel room thinking, okay, so I wrote down my pitch of what to say to these people. And I just went in there and winged it. I just just started meeting people in person. And is that? I think it's meeting people in person made a huge difference. Mm. It's better than networking online. It just made a good memorable difference. And then the second piece of advice I would say is go to LinkedIn and network on on a lot of the the metaverse groups there. So there's a lot of communities in AR, VR, and metaverse, Web3. Just go out and start connecting with as many people that you can as possible. And Second and thirdly, you want to make sure that you're authentic to your brand and your customers. So you're not going to create NFTs just for the sake of it. If you're a drugstore, do you really want to be making Band-Aid NFTs? So you got to make maybe.
0: sure,
1: <laughs> I mean, if you're like a big box company, are you sure you want to really make your own, you're in your catering to people that live in, you know, that are, you know, maybe our minimum wage customers, do you really want to have your own cryptocurrency? Is that what your customers are looking for? So yeah, you yeah, to yeah. think about that. And also another thing, I mean, you have to think about is how are you going to position yourself in the metaverse? There's several different virtual worlds out there. There's Decentraland, there's Sandbox, Cryptovoxels, and you got to act. Ask yourself, okay, if I position myself in one metaverse, and that metaverse will soon become stale because there's going to be other worlds coming out there. Does that mean you've got to go, all that money you spent to get in that space, are you going to have to jump around? And then where do you go next? So that's a lot of money that you're going to invest in. Yeah. And then also, you have to think about your brand identity. Like for us, you see a lot of avatars out there that are have this kind of cartoony look to them. Most of them have a cartoony look. But for our brand, we're a fashion brand. And we're more like, you know, future forward, very kind of a high fashion, bit sensual. That doesn't really reflect our brand. So that's something we have to think about. And other brands have to think about is how it's going to relate to your company and resonate with your customers.
0: Mm, absolutely Tracy, this is a great conversation I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on the podcast what is your secret to scaling
1: uh, yeah I think the, the there's very many secrets so I think innovating. Staying ahead of ahead of the game is always so, so important, especially in fashion and in tech. Always got to think ahead of the curve, always be reading, always be researching, always be curious. Networking is so important and also collaborating. I think in, in the metaverse space to if you're a brand, it's essential to collaborate with as many people as possible. That would be a good fit for your brand because that opens a whole new audience for you. And then know your purpose and stay on brand. Because you don't want to get lost in the hysteria of virtual worlds and the, and how it's, the, you know, just the popularity and uh, you got to make sure you're not going to be a gimmick. So what you produce, is not going to be gimmicky. And then also I would say scale within reason, you know, also you don't want to increase too much of uh, as a brand and then you get into like a high amounts of debt. So just know what what position you want to be in and just keep an eye on your financials. I think there's a lot of brands out there are willing to dive in, but you got to really think about how you're going to cost your financials in the metaverse space.
0: Absolutely. Tracy, this was super interesting. I love having conversations about things I know, like absolutely. absolutely nothing about so this was a really great sort of dipping our toes into the metaverse and uh, guys we're going to try and bring on more guests you know that are in the space and that are doing cool things tracy i love that you were wearing those earrings the whole time i'm like are those real (laughs) (laughs) that's great i got three more questions for you i hope that you're ready
1: yes okay
0: first question favorite tool or app that you're using right now
1: okay there's, there's several because I use a lot of them so I use notes all the time that's great for like dropping quick ideas down this is like
0: Apple like Apple notes
1: yeah just on your phone I use it all the
0: time this is hilarious you bring that up because I've been joking with uh, all my different business partners that are at there I'm like guys I discovered this incredible new app it's called notes <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's so good because throughout the day you have these thoughts and I'm like yeah. man where do I centralize putting these things like yeah. Slack there's just way too much stuff going on all the time and it's like oh notes yeah the, the most simple app in the world thank you for bringing that one up yeah
1: yeah, yeah absolutely um <laughs> canva is great obviously it's good for like adding your staff on to do um working on a project together spotify is essential for me because i find music inspires me to create SwipeCast is a great app for finding models and photographers at a great price because then you don't have to go through their agency and then linkedin for networking i use it all the time on linkedin awesome. every day
0: awesome yeah guys I- i've talked about linkedin about ten thousand times on here but like if you're not networking actively on LinkedIn you're missing out on incredible potential synergies with other people yes there are people on there who are just going to try to get something from you and sell you on something but for the most part LinkedIn is just an incredible incredible network you can look for a recent post I had on LinkedIn uh, that uh, had about 850 people try to assassinate my character but uh, it's wonderful nonetheless. <laughs> I left the post up just to see. So you guys go ahead and check that one out. That reached uh, more people than I can imagine. So (laughs) Tracy, second question for you. Uh, Favorite podcast or audio book that you're listening to?
1: What I've been choosing to read is actually read old school books. So...
0: Oh well, tell me about that.
1: This is a book I highly recommend. It's called "The Women's Guide to Successful Investing," and uh, I've taken the, the dust jacket off. But it's by Nancy Tangler, who is a regular on CNBC. I recommend it not just for women, but for men as well. What I do with a good chunk of my revenue is I invest it in high growth stocks. So when it's instead of just having it sitting in the bank, I can just keep growing my money and use it because I'm self financed. So I, yeah. need, I I don't rely on investors. So this has been like this is my Bible right here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's great.
1: Oh, and there's a couple more books. This is essential. It's called the NFT handbook How to Create, Sell and Buy Non-Fungible Tokens by Matt fortnow and Carson Terry. It's excellent. Awesome. It tells you everything about the metaverse how to buy and sell tokens. So yeah, and then also my last book here is called Deep Tech. If you want to learn more about the tech space, what brands are um, thriving, more exciting brands, diving into tech. That's a great one.
0: Awesome, Tracy. That's great. Last question for you, and we'll make sure you guys all of those links to those books will be down in the show notes so please make sure to check those out we always try to link to everything that we talk about uh, in here in the show notes so please uh, check those out Tracy last question for you if you could sit down with anybody you get an hour with them they have to be alive and it can't be Elon Musk who would it be
1: probably uh, it's hard to say Gary V because he's uh, incredible in the in the NFT metaverse space I do feel like I would love to know more about what he's doing he's got so many projects on the go right now so yeah he would probably be the first person I would love to sit down and yeah, learn from him.
0: That's awesome! Perfect person, especially in this space. One of my friends bought a V friends NFT, and with that, he gets 15 minutes a year to talk to Gary V. And I got to see the recording of his conversation with Gary V, and it was super interesting. The guy is just on mm-hmm. all the time, and yeah, it's really really cool to see. Tracy, this was such a great yeah. conversation. Thanks so much for chatting Thank with you me. For having me. Where can people find out more about you? and more about the projects that you're working on?
1: I would say that they should go to my LinkedIn profile because it has all my projects on there. I've got some huge, amazing projects on the go right now and I have them on on my LinkedIn profile. So yeah, just go to LinkedIn, Tracy Greenan, T-R-A-C-Y-G-R-E-E-N-A-N and check it out there.
0: Awesome. And again, those will be in the show notes. Tracy, thank you again so much.
1: Oh, and don't forget to check my website, shoptheai.com. Awesome.
0: Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us just a reminder from the beginning of the episode our team at mindful marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow now before you apply please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders this opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.